Hey everybody, Brad Stevens here, founder and CEO of Outsource Access. We help companies redefine how they scale with offshore affordable staff from the Philippines. Congrats to all fellow winners of the 2023 Real Leaders Impact Awards. We are proud to be among you. About 10 years ago, I woke up to a major growth problem in my last business. Cash was tight, staff was overwhelmed, and tasks were not getting done. Then I discovered the world of offshore virtual staff in the Philippines where English is their second language, so there is no communication or culture gap. I realized outsourcing wasn't just call centers, it was access to college-educated Filipinos to support sales, marketing, operations, customer service, bookkeeping, personal tasks, and more. And in fact, the first woman I hired in the Philippines at 23 is now an award-winning COO of our entire company. It inspired me to launch Outsource Access. One client and YPO member, Ali Jamal, shared their offshore virtual staff Edison automated processes and saved them over 50,000 per year in the first few weeks. It's about finally getting things done and staff focusing on higher value activities. We've grown by over 2,000% in just three and a half years and will double next year. To receive a complimentary outsourcing playbook customized for your industry and to connect with one of our team here at Outsource Access, just visit RedefineScale.com. That's RedefineScale.com or text the word SCALE to 770-954-8440. Two months after hiring my first staff, she sent me a picture of shoes she bought for low-income children because of the opportunity. And now we support thousands of families and the environment with United Nations SDG projects. I'm proud we've grown with impact. To learn more, visit RedefineScale.com. Boom, what up? Hello, bonjour, and hola, real leaders. This is Kevin Edwards, your host here, and I am so excited. You're tuning in to one of our amazing experiences. What you're about to hear is going to be fresh, real, and loaded with inspiration, guaranteed to support your impact journey. So sit back, enjoy the listen, folks share a review afterward, and always keep it real. Yeah. No, all good. Okay, all right, here we go. Let's do this. In five, four, three, two, one, welcome everyone to this episode of the real leaders podcast i'm your host kevin edwards and joining us today folks we got eric zimmerman the ceo and director of site tech solutions mr zimmerman how are you doing today hey kevin good morning from uh, melbourne australia lovely to be with you it's lovely to be with you too i always like having a nice international perspective here although it seems like you could be my neighbor uh, on the show the real leaders podcast uh, we were just talking a little bit about uh, Melbourne, the city, what makes it uh, a diverse place with cuisine, food, sporting events, parks, all that good stuff. But I want to talk about that before Site Tech Solutions. What do you think makes Site Tech Solutions a powerful, thriving company that you want to work at? I think I think it in a in a business there's an energy about it, uh, you know, and and a, particularly a business that um, is innovative, and and so my my point of view, you know, as one of the owners of the business and and uh, been now seven years, wow, uh, is is you know you I'm I'm always always striving on on two fronts. One is one is the culture of the place, and the other is to do things a little bit differently because I think you know, in that creates innovation and, and people are kind of drawn to that. And so, you know, you know, 
when you walk in the door of a place, the energy of it, you can feel it, right? Uh, and so out of that, of course, you know, come business results and all, all the other good things. But fundamentally, it's about great people, great ideas and bringing that together. Uh, and I think that's what we've got now. We've got some great momentum. Amazing. Well, over seven years, I'm sure you've seen some things, you've learned some lessons, and that's really where I'd like to, to go into first, Eric, if you will. When you think about adversity, think about the scars that one achieves over time, what resonates with you? Yeah, so, uh, I mean, leadership is a, is a, is a topic. I'm, it's kind of dear, near and dear to my heart. But, you know, my first experience of leadership uh, was going to Indonesia as a 26-year-old. And that was a really tough experience, you know, because, I, I, A, I was quite young. B, I was going to a new culture, very different culture to here in Australia. It was a new market, you know, supermarkets were only 4% of the trade. And I was new to leading people and I found that quite tough, right? Um, and and a kind of a hard to be vulnerable and I found, because I had a pretty tough upbringing. So, so you know, coming back to site tech, I mean, that was, that was now, you know, back in 30, almost 30 years ago. So if I, if I reflect on my early times and my scars, as you call them, right? Um, now um, I, I put a lot of focus on the people side of the business and and the and actually being vulnerable um, in a leadership sense and I almost see it as is we're a team and we're here to create the results together and we're going to share the ups and, and the downs of that right so for our business um, it's almost never um, just a, a perfect ride you know you don't you don't get that very often it's it's a rough ride and you and you have the highs and the lows and we share that um, amongst the team so. I think that's really important uh, to be transparent and also just talk about reality, but also, I don't know about you, but maybe inspiring how to break reality, how to go above and beyond self-limiting beliefs. What's been your experience with overcoming doubt? Yeah, so for, for me, um, I, I had this fantastic corporate job in my, I was in my late 30s. Uh, I was on the a board of, human resources for a big bank here and I went to a movie called a crude awakening which was actually about the energy challenge and I it, it totally captivated me about and I, I became quite obsessed about putting solar panels on every roof in Australia and so for me if you surrender to your passion and you actually ultimately really connect with what you're about and what you're here to do on the on the on the world in the world I should say that kind of gets you through fear because the vision is bigger than the fear, if that makes sense. And so, I mean, that business was pre-site tech, but uh, we ended up, you know, getting this business where we, we, we did these bulk buys of solar. We called them Solar Neighbourhood. And, and it started on a kitchen table about six months after that movie. And five years later, we'd done 205 of those solar bulk buys, you know, and we put in 8,000 solar installations. and we sold that business, you know, in 2011. So I think getting through fear is, for me personally, it's really about connecting kind of what you're about uh, and, and that sort of sense of vision and mission, you know. And I think some of the best companies are companies led by people who um, are here to really make a difference. And, and, and so that drives me really hard at SiteTech too, you know. There's big things we want to get done. That's really helpful advice, I think, for really anyone that's listening out there in the ether and around the world. 
And, you know, fear is a topic I'd love to just dive into a little bit more. It, it rears its head from time to time, even when we think we've got past it and it keeps coming back. How do you continually find a way to push past that? And what have you learned about the concept of fear? It can be paralyzing, you know, and, and I've seen, I've, you know, part of my life, I've actually gone and done a fair bit of coaching. I did a you know, coaching degree in the UK when I lived there and I coached over 50 people. Uh, and hmm. the number one thing that gets in the way for people is not talent. It's actually fear. Um, and so people may have every, all the, all the attributes to be very successful, but if they don't actually take action on those attributes, uh, it really holds them back. So for me, there's a couple of things on that one. Uh, you know, confidence, which is kind of the flip side of fear, if you like, um, I think it comes from two things. Ultimately, one is risking and the, and the other one is giving. So if you take uh, risks, you actually realize that what you were fearful of, a lot of it was kind of in your head, actually, as opposed to reality. And if you are a giving person, then you feel good about who you are, right? So that's for me where confidence kind of stems from. So I'm always encouraging the team to take risks. And as a leader, it's always important to say, you know what, if you get it wrong, you're not going to lose your job over that. If you get the same thing wrong several times, that's a different story, right? Then you're not learning from your mistake. Uh, so for me, that's where fear, fear comes in. And the other thing that's really important is to understand the conversations that continually happen in your head. You know, for me, for a long, long time in my 20s, there was this whole conversation about you're not good enough, you know, you're not, you're not going to make it, you're going to get caught out one day. And eventually I kind of confronted that one and said, you know, I've been hearing that for a long time, man. It's, um, you know, there's not a lot of truth to that, right? So, and so where, where you have that continuous reel going on in your head, at some point it's worth examining those, the mental models that sit under that, you know? I like that. Yeah. And, and we call those like automatic negative thoughts. And you, you just have to ask yourself, is it true? You know, it yeah. is, is what I'm thinking true. And most of the time, right? It's not, but. You know, I like how you put that. It can be paralyzing for so many people. Something I've oh, never yeah. heard before. Giving can give you confidence. Yeah, you feel good about who you are, right? I call it the gremlin, you know. And sure. there's a really good technique if anyone's interested in. If you actually just write down your, um, your mental thoughts and then you apply one of three things to each one. It's either true or false or you don't know. So if you're saying I'm not good enough, I'm gonna then you is that true? Is that false? Or is that and most of the things that go on in your head are either false or don't know. Very little is actually true. I think also, Eric, for you, a theme that I absorbed was taking action when you don't know. Mm. Take doing just just doing something. And that's what I want to talk about next is going from like a idea, a concept, maybe the fear you're becoming to just doing something, getting out there. To you, what have been some, I guess, some key factors that have led to the traction of the company and the overall growth? Yeah, so I, I'm, it, it's been interesting because both of my grandfathers were entrepreneurs. And so I had a 20-year corporate career before I started my own company. So I always had this great interest in what would it be like to have your own company and but it took a bit to kind of take that step, as you say, to take action. And I think ultimately it came down to um, a choice, right? Um, I stood up, you know, when I was 26 years old and I said, why are you in this course? And I said, 
you know, I want to get to the end of my life and sit down and have a smile about what I did, right? Um, and I want to look back with that little, that grin of, and so, you know, that means not having a kind of a, an, an ordinary life. I call it the drift, you know, where people just go through life and they're being taken down this kind of river, the drift of life, and they don't have... So at that at that age of twenty six, I made a call that I'm gonna I'm gonna go really hard in life and extract everything I can. That's a, and that's kind of for me part of leadership is actually about making that choice because it's a much harder path. And then getting into action for me has always been about well, if if you're gonna go down that path and you're gonna try and do some really big things in your life, then you got to take steps towards it. And for me, the the biggest thing was about um, having a vision. Um, and then having the talent that sits behind it, right? So for me, a business, great business, and site tech certainly one, you got to have great people and great ideas that come together in a forum. And then you've got to be willing to lose. And so, you know, that first solar business I was talking about, we borrowed almost $400,000 on our own mortgage to buy the first container of panels. It's a huge risk. And then I went to my neighbours, 50 of them, and said, would you buy solar panels from me? You know, and of course, I was the head of learning at a bank. <laughs> so, um, but actually getting them over for barbecue and kind of enrolling people in your vision is really powerful because people love to like, get involved in something that feels big, you know, and and then all of a sudden, it's not just about you trying to get something done. It's you plus a bunch of other people supporting you, friends, family, also your work colleagues. Uh, and so, you know, that's stayed with me my my whole life. And the, and the other one, I guess on the on the subject of taking action is we have a policy at SiteTech that says test it, prove it, roll it out. It's a three, you know, it, three things. So we, we what we don't do is just jump in all guns blazing and bet the farm on it. We 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 always test something and then we move very, very quickly from that to prove it and then we move to roll it out. And that way you you don't you don't make catastrophic mistakes, right? And so and and but we move at a pace when we go we really really go um and that so people know that where we're going to screw up it's going to be it's not going to be catastrophic it's recoverable and that way they're comfortable taking risks and that's the big thing i love that and and um i want to i want you to kind of dive into your philosophy on empowering employees to take these risks to lead on their own i like uh, the the confidence that also comes from giving and just the nature of the business of being in clean energy itself. Like, what's your philosophy on what makes um, a culture, what drives a culture of leadership? Yeah, so I was listening to this really interesting talk someone gave. It was a sporting organization in the United States, and, and it was they wrote a, a mantra called. Um, uh, it, it, it was the way, and I so I've I've created a similar thing called the Site Tech Way, and it's almost like a constitution. This is how we do things at Site Tech, and it, and it talks about bringing great people and great ideas together. It, it talks about having a performance culture with a heart, right? Um, it talks about our customers, and then we're we're going to treat them in a way that's like they're partners of ours. Um, and so our team know that whenever we come across something that we've never had to deal with before we look at this thing called the site tech way and it tells us the answers because it's pretty clear, right? This is how you treat a customer. And and so recently we had a situation where we had a, a product that didn't work out so well. And it was like, well, we couldn't get our money back off the supplier. So we just paid the customer a full refund, right? And we got to that 
because the site tech way talked about this is how you treat customers. So we did. We always do the right thing by them. And I've just found in business, if you do the right thing by your customers, we get almost all our new business on referral. It's amazing how that happens. Uh, they recommend you. Someone goes from one company to another, uh, and off you go. And and the other one I think at a cultural level is the leaders set the standard on on failure and risk. Um, if if as a leader you don't accept failure, uh, then your team aren't going to risk period. They're just not going to do it. And so from my point of view, I'm always encouraging the team to risk, always. And so, because I see innovation as uh, if you're doing something different to your competition, then you, that creates margin, right? And margin creates profit ultimately. So if you're just doing what everyone else is doing, someone's always going to be willing to do it cheaper. So we're, we, we're always, we've got five major innovations rolling out this year and I'm super, super excited. And some of them are really in this sort of sustainability area. It's amazing. So, so that's the culture, and I think it starts it starts with the um, the leadership team. But you know what? Um, I, I said to our guys, this concept of a leader is in a role. It's it's not right. It's it's leadership is for me about pick someone who inspires you, uh, because the reason that they inspire you, there's you, you can only see in other people what's true in yourself, right? So, my mother inspired me, and there were things about her I loved, right? Um, and so, but for me to be able to see that in her, it has to be true in yourself, right? So it doesn't matter what role people play in the company, whether they're at the at the top of the organisation in, in a management sense or, 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 or not. If they turn up and they show up in a way that brings energy and all the values of the business, for me, that's leadership behaviour, right? I love that, that's yeah. Culture. Everyone's a leader, right? We can yeah. empower others and that's, that's kind of our duty. And I like like a couple of things there, like like how you said, you know, leaders says the the gold standard of the bar of risk in a company. I think that's really interesting. But you know, I think another topic that I'd like to go into um, is is just getting at the core motivation of your employees, how to continually motivate them, whether that's through compensation in your experience, maybe that's through vision, maybe that's through more responsibility. What's worked for you, Eric, in the past when it comes to motivating employees? Oh, I, I think the first thing is you've got to spend time with them and you've got to actually understand them. They're all different, right? And they've all got their own motivations. And, um, you know, someone once said to me, people don't uh, care how much you know until they know how much you care, right? So you, you actually got to sit down and understand each person. And um, for me, though, in terms of motivating them, it's funny because having spent a lot of time, my, my two passions in life are nature and learning. And uh, people want to grow. They really want to develop in their role. And so if you actually spend time with them to understand where they want to be and where they want to get to, I, we call these meetings, we have the called flow meetings. I don't know, you've probably read the flow book by Chicks May, right? And flows that state where you're getting these amazing effortless results and so our aim as a business is to get each and every one of our staff into the flow state. That's the ultimate aim. If, if your staff hit momentum, your business will hit momentum, right? And uh, so we have these meetings twice a year called flow meetings. And um, our aim then is to give them the skills they need and give them the challenge they need. Because if you've got high challenge and uh, low skills, that's a stressful state. If you've got, you know, um, high skills and low challenge, that's boredom and people get bored. And the, the reality is in a career, people go between stress and boredom all the time. So 
we just sit down and go, well, where do you want to be in three years? What do you want to do? And then we build these um, plans to get them there. And if they feel like the company's helping them get to that, that's that's why they stay because they 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 just want to you know grow and develop in their own careers, right? And the other thing is that energy that comes with the innovation. If you combine the two of those, it's really powerful. And your ability to attract talent grows exponentially with those two. I- I'm, I'm going to take that because I, I'm a huge fan of flow uh, and yeah. getting people into the right place to unleash, you know, their productivity. Um, I'm curious to go into that a little bit more. Could you just reiterate those questions, three-year goal? What other questions are you asking someone to make sure that you are understanding where they want to be? Yeah, so so when we talk to them, um, the first thing we, we actually do is get the, the, the map of the flow state. Um, you know, for anyone listening, you can Google that pretty easily, right? We actually get them to map. Where do you sit on this? Are you bored? Are you, are you stressed? Are you in flow? Or, you know, uh, and that brings a conversation in itself because if they're bored, then well, our job as managers and leaders is to, is to increase their challenge. If they're stressed, then our job is to increase their skills, right? Um, the second thing we do is we have this thing called the passion ladder, which kind of says, where do you sit in relation to this organization? I'm, I'm not a massive fan of engagement surveys. I, I personally think, you know, when someone's engaged, you can see it, right? Um, so we just ask them, you know, where they're at. And there's like six different levels of um, I'm in and fully committed to I'm in um, through to I'm ready and willing through to I'm apathetic <laughs> and basically down the lower levels they just want to exit the company right? and, and you actually just ask them where, where do you sit on this passion ladder and they'll tell you and most of the time they'll tell you the truth right in my experience um, and so you know they're the questions and then the other ones is you know what's your experience day to day what's getting in the way of success because if there's one job of the leader it's to unblock the system like from my point of view at SciTech if if there's something is getting in the way of our team and success, then the one person who can really unblock that system is me, right? So most of my time with my team is saying, what's getting in the way of you and success, right? You know your targets. And if there's things that are blocking that system, my job is to fix that, right? And then they love that because then they can get on and achieve results, right? Mm-hmm. So that'd yeah. be the three big questions we'd be asking. Wise words. I love that. And I think a, a great segue into just bringing this episode home today, Eric, and all of this, what is your definition of a real leader? Yeah, so so I, I've, because I've listened to a few of the podcasts, of course, so for me, there's two attributes to that. The first is real, as in authentic, as in people get you. Um, and for me, that means you're actions and your words line up and there's a vulnerability that's associated uh, so and the other thing is the word leader and for me you know leadership is is not an easy thing it's 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 you're setting yourself incredibly ambitious tasks you've got enormous standards to maintain and it's a choice that you make to to to, to go harder and to do do really big things right and so for me if you've got an authenticity about you and you and you actually lead and, and aim to achieve amazing things, that brings it all together. I love that, Eric. Well, I really enjoyed this episode today, my friend. I, I just have a book full of notes uh, that was taken out throughout this whole episode. I hope everyone out there enjoyed it as much as I did. For Eric Zimmerman, I'm Kevin Edwards asking you to go out there, unblock the system. Love that one. And always, folks, keep it real. Thanks, Eric. Thanks, Kevin.
Hey, Relators, thanks again for listening to this amazing episode. And if you're someone like me who goes all the way to the end just to make sure I can extract as much information, education, and inspiration out of every single interview, might I suggest you check out our magazine. If you go online to Relators.com today, you're gonna get the first 30 days for free where you're gonna be able to access all of our magazines courses and live events from some of the top thought leaders around the world. All you have to do is go online to realleaders.com and click the subscribe button in the top right corner to get your free 30-day trial right now. Again, that's real-leaders.com. Thanks again for being a real leader and always keep it real.